Welcome to the Health Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Dr. Rogelio Ralzola, a PhD in health, exercise, and sports science, a strength coach with over a decade of experience in personal, collegiate, and professional settings, and a sports scientist whose main goal is to use testing and data to maximize your health and performance. And I'm Brooke West, holistic registered dietitian, practicing the perfect combination of a functional nutrition, science-based root cause approach, and hippie magic, with areas of expertise in women's health and hormones, gut health, and micronutrient balance. We believe that health is multifaceted, but not as complicated as others make it seem. Our mission is to share what works and what's BS in the health industry, all while having a good time doing it. Expect us to share everything from new research to tried and true health philosophies to alternative health therapies and the occasional controversial topic. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Health Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Dr. Rowe, and I am here with our guest, Mr. Evan Lauder. How are you doing today, Evan? Hey, guys. Great, man. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm great. Um, obviously, we are not here with... Brooke, Brooke is off creating jungle magic, um, and I was like, you know what? Like, let's call Evan up. We got to talk to him. Um, if you are a longtime listener of the show, I actually just checked on Spotify that last time we had you on was February of 2021. So it's been almost three years, which is pretty crazy to think about. Um, and you know, like we've been friends even longer than that. So we all. We all met at Mississippi State, which was even longer. I mean, I think about Mississippi State, and it's like a blur. Um, but yeah, man, it's good. I'm to- gonna, bro, hold on one second. Hold on one second. I think my, my Wi-Fi just cut out, and I just switched off, so I don't know if I froze for like a good 30 seconds there, but I think I did. Yeah, so, you're, you're fine. If that's in the video. Yeah, no, okay, I, I, cool. I, no worries. <laughs> I got it. Um, right. Yeah, but it's it's been, uh, you know, we, we spent a lot of time uh, together at Mississippi State and have you know, stayed friends since since then. I know I've uh, we lived in Arizona for a bit, um, Casey and I, and we were able to see you guys, and then had the an internship with you and stuff. So yeah, it's always cool to cool to connect and take the the S and C ramblings that we have offline and and put it online, <laughs> right? So there's there's a record of things. I know, I know, I know. Ro doesn't. We'll never say it, but I will say it for him. I annoy the shit out of him probably on a weekly basis and it's more for me with just random training thoughts um that like i need confirmation on or i need a different set of eyes and honestly uh, yeah i think it's it's for me i i trust your opinion you know like you you've obviously that. you've had a ton of practical experience you've had a ton of you know educational experience, whatever it is, uh, classical education experience. I just, I trust your opinion on things. And so uh, I love reaching out to you, obviously, not from just obviously a you know, friendship standpoint, but of course, from a professional standpoint as well, uh, getting your opinion on things. So I annoy the hell out of him uh, all the time, but I do appreciate obviously everything. Oh man, that's it. That's end the episode. It doesn't get much better than that. I just, I just take that clip and fall asleep to it for the rest of my life. <laughs> we're just, just gonna, we're, we're good. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're good. Oh man, no, well, I appreciate uh, that, podcast, man. Guys, <laughs> that's it's very sweet of you to say, and you know, I do try my best to to answer those things. I know it gets lost in the in the sauce of life sometimes, but um, yeah, I always always do my best to to do that. But it's because we came out the mud together, so. You know, I have an affinity for. It is the mud. I will say. Yeah, Starkville. It is the mud. Far from anything. 
<laughs> oh, man. Uh, so let me give you a, a quick introduction for um, those who don't know Evan and for um, those who maybe do know him but like haven't really seen what's been going on uh, in the background. So Evan is a former NCAA Division I strength coach and NFL sports science coordinator slash strength coach. Um, he's worked in the S&T industry for over 10 years. We're getting old, man. Um, and yeah, <laughs> and he now worked for the strength and conditioning software company Team Builder in a customer success role, as well as started his own online coaching business, Sustain Hybrid Training, which um, I'm really excited about. Um, we're going to talk about that for sure. Um, but I, I know that, you know, as as life has happened over the past, I guess, three years, we've kind of talked about our own businesses and things moving forward. So it's always great to, you know, to have someone who, who I hold is like, who I hold with a very high regard and, and has a lot of good information and being like, okay, let's, let's plug another person like that into the industry space that um, very sorely is lacking people like that. So um, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Welcome to the grind of it all. Cause it, you know, yeah. it is what it is. I know we're talking all fair about yeah, how it, it can be challenging to start up a business. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think from, yeah. And I'm sure we'll get into this uh, sometime in the later. So I'm not going to dive down too many rabbit holes up front here uh, in the intro. But yeah, definitely off air talking about how uh, business, uh, starting a business is a lot less of what I thought it was going to be up front. (laughs) I thought it was going to be like, damn, I got to write all these programs. I got to get all these things done. It's like I've written like one program. I shouldn't say one program. I've written more than that. But like I've written very few programs in relation to like how much stuff I've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that has nothing to do with training. So like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a grind for sure. And for also sure. having a full-time job, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. That's, that's the other thing, which, and again, I'll get into that. I'm sure later at some point, but you know, that's part of the business itself is, is understanding that we all have different priorities, uh, you know, relationships, family, um, hobbies, whatever it is, yeah. jobs, of course. Um, jobs. That's a big so, yeah, one. Got to keep, yeah. keep that. <laughs> At least for now, yeah, right? unfortunately, right? Unfortunately, yeah. but oh man, well that's cool. Uh, yeah, so I guess um, you know, I I just want to uh, kind of plug stuff that's going on 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 our end, and then get into our, our question of the week. So first and foremost, like sure. thank you to all our followers, our, our followers and listeners that are consistently um, listening to our episode. That's always cool to make you know to see that the numbers are still there, but really that we're we're still getting questions and stuff from our, our listeners and people we care about. So um, as always, rate us, share us, follow us and send in those questions because, um, you know, that's where I think we do the most amount of good is being like, oh, that's a good question. Let me have an episode on that or just DM them back. Um, and it spurs other conversations. Um, and just as a a plug for what's going on in, in my life. Um, starting up another season here soon, so it's about to get super busy, which is always fun in its own kind of different way. Um, and then uh, I'm working on some some stuff with, with ROI Health, which I can't speak too much of now. Um, I would say I'm very excited about potential consulting roles with um, some really high-level um, – enterprises might be the best way to say it so as more information on that comes out and and things come out to light like very excited to talk about that hopefully it trans transpires into something so um if you are someone that likes to send out 
good energy and good vibes, send them my way. I'll take them back uh, or I'll take it and then I'll reciprocate it in the future. So I'm all about sending out good and good, uh, good vibes. Um, but other than that, you know, just just the usual grinding away of what comes with life and a podcast and and keeping like like you said, Evan, friendships and relationships uh, going through it all. <laughs> so. Dude, I mean, that's the that's the balance, right? And, that is the and balance. I think with there's a quote that actually I was I, I train now uh, a little bit differently than I have in the past. I think just you know personally, yeah. Um, but I'm I train with my neighbor who's uh, uh his name is Charles, who's a good friend of ours. Uh, Kaylee is best friends with his wife Cindy, um, and it's been a a really unique experience. We have. You know, he literally lives right down the street, so it's ultra yeah. convenient. And it's just me, him, and our other neighbor, Dave, uh, who have been training. Um, I guess the point of what I'm trying to say is he trained under a, a pretty famous strength conditioning coach by the name of Jay Schroeder. Um, for, he's worked under him now for the last almost 25 years. Wow. Uh, and so he's kind of up and running that business now, um, taking over for the most part. Jay's still there, of course, but um, Charles is really the kind of the, the head honcho over there at Evo. And, um, so we do a lot of interesting different methods that like, yeah, you know, I, you've just never heard of classically in strength conditioning and it's, it's different. I just, it, it's hard to explain, but it's different. Um, and it's a different you know, kind of a mindset of training. Um, but you know, we were talking and, and we have really good, uh, we're looking, he's, I would call it a mentorship really. We've, yeah. he's, a, he's a good mentor of mine. He's, you know, he's a little bit older than I am, but you know, I look at him as a, uh, as somebody who who I look up to in terms of their life and, you know, how they have everything kind of planned out. And so the one thing he asked me was, you know, like, uh, you know, like, what do you, what do you want to be good at? And I was like, well, you know, like kind of a everything? hard question to answer, right? Like, what do you want to be good at? <laughs> yeah. I want to be good at everything. What do you mean? Yeah. He's like, okay. He's like, and how do you be like, you know, generally how do you be good at something? Like, uh, you, you try at it. He's like, yeah. Okay. But, but what is, what does trying look like to you? I don't know. Just like if I put my mind to it, I can do it. He's like, no, that's, that sounds good. It's like in reality, like you're only good at what you put effort in and time into. There's this like time yeah. kind of related factor here um, that like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, if you, and this, I'll get into this later, of course, but you know, if you want to be really good at, uh, at coding, right. Let's pretend like you, you're just starting up and you, uh, you want to be really good at like computer, uh, computer coding, but like, yeah, you can try really hard, but if you're not putting time into it, like, chances are it's not going to, you're not going to be good at it. Right. You may have yeah. be competent or whatever, but the things that you need to be good at, of course, you need to spend time on. And so uh, that goes for relationships that goes for hobbies that goes for, mm -hmm. you know, friendships that goes for work that goes for anything else uh, in life. And, and it's not just like specific skills or tasks. Um, and so that's one big thing that I've learned. I think over this, this last year is, you know, these things are all separate skills, I guess you want to call them. Yeah, um, definitely. But you do have to put time, energy, and effort into um, being better, being good at these things. And I think, you know, if you want to be a good husband, good wife, good, you know, partner, whatever it is, good son, good father, whatever, you know, good worker, employee, all these other things, uh, you need to put time and effort into into doing so. And so um, that's definitely one thing that's been hard, of course, over the last year to understand, but I'm starting to understand it a little bit better. And, and with business, um, I had to realize that as well, right? Like, you know, I'm looking, you, we're yeah. all looking for like this magic formula of like, Hey, let's, let's not 
I, you know, I, I want to do all this, you know, I want to do all this work. I, I want to make all this money or I want to do whatever it is. Um, but like, I don't really want to like put time into it. And sure, like there's <laughs> log has something to do with it, whatever. But like at the end of the day, right. Um, we're only as good as what we spend time doing. So uh, it's kind of definitely mm-hmm. a model that I've lived uh, or I've learned this past, this past year for sure. Um, but it kind of speaks to, you know, the things that are going on, right. Life work, all those things, trying to balance it. Uh, and yeah. it's hard. And so like, it's one thing though, that, uh, you know, we kind of have to understand is, is we want all these things. Oh, and also like, you know, health is also my big one as well. So, you know, sleeping eight hours. So let's, you know, you wake up at 6am or whatever it is, 5am, like what time do you have to go to bed to get yeah. eight hours to sleep? So there's also, you know, everything else is fit within that, you know, small time frame of the day. So for sure, for sure, man. Uh, yeah, so kind of in that in that same vein, um, our, our question of the week, uh, I'm trying to segue into it, right? Because um, we talked about sleep and I think ways that, you know, we have to get better at things. And so people try to track certain things. So a question that I got was, uh, what's our take on the use of tech to track our health? Uh, like how valid is it? And are there better things out there? Um, so I, you know, I want to open this up to you first, Evan, and kind of give your, your sure. thought before I, you know, give mine. I, it's kind of a nuanced, I'm going to give you kind of a nuanced answer, a little bit of a nuanced question. Uh, my take on using tech to track our health is that it can be useful and it can also be detrimental, right? Yes. So like. I think we've gotten to the point now where, and, and I'm, this is not a shot at anybody, but like, uh, I, I don't have an aura ring personally. Kaylee has an aura ring and, um, she'll wake up one morning and it'll say like, pretty much like you shouldn't work out today. Yeah. She's like, okay, well, I'm not gonna work out today. Like tell me I shouldn't like, well, I guess it, it knows better than I do in terms of, you know, what I should be doing today. Yeah. And well, that, may be true right like and may while while some of the metrics may lead or suggest that you know maybe we shouldn't do you know strenuous activity or whatever it is today um there's also something to be said for certain um forms of exercise as a recovery modality as well and mm-hmm. like getting whether it's hrv whether it's resting heart rate whether it's whatever excuse me like you know whether you're sick and i know that's like a pretty common topic also like you know should i train while i'm sick and you know, there's a bunch of different answers and whatnot, but I think it's becoming, uh, we're becoming very reliant on our tech to uh, make decisions for us, and, and which is good, right? In a sense, uh, we're using data to help now drive our decision-making to, to making better decisions, being able to, you know, perform optimally and whatnot. But I also think there's, on the other side, a bit of like over... Um, over-reliance mm-hmm. on the tech itself and and to answer like how valid is it I, I think we can sit here and you know well it's somewhat valid it's, <laughs> sure. it's it's not at all whoever wants to you know what i'm saying i think what happens is is especially in tech if you use an apple watch awesome if you use an aura ring awesome if you use a garment or whatever it is right whatever piece of tech you use if you use a polar heart it doesn't matter continue to use that and that is going to be as accurate as you can for yourself right so like if you continue to use the same watch party monitor you know whatever it is but making sure that like your environment that you're that you're wearing the tech in uh is pretty much stable and the same uh it'll be as accurate as you possibly can for you personally right it doesn't mean that like 
the BPM is exactly correct, right? It doesn't mean that like you're running and all of a sudden, you know, it's like 141, like that's your actual heart rate, right? It's just right. saying that uh, it's it's consistent throughout. And so I think there's a lot to be said for the use of tech uh, with tracking our health. I, I like the ideas and driving the data-made decisions. Uh, I mean, and again, that's I'm a data-oriented guy, especially uh, being a sports science coordinator in the NFL. I use data for pretty much everything. But sure. um kind of being in the general population space uh or i should say like you know just uh, whether it's average gym goers or you know people who you know have other jobs besides for just you know training and and athletics like uh, yeah i think there's something to be said for um not always having to be so reliant right on like this told me i shouldn't work out today so i'm so i'm not going to as yeah. opposed to like hey maybe it's told me i shouldn't work out today but instead of doing uh you know my heavy squat workout for the week um, I'm actually going to switch that up and uh, maybe I'll do some like off feet kind of like very stable either list or zone two stuff or whatever it is. Um, and then maybe I'll hit that, you know, that, uh, that, that heavy leg data mark or something, because again, um, uh, and I'm sure I'll get into this later, but uh, general population, we, we need to be, I think in my opinion, we need to be a little less strict with ourselves in terms of like how we operate our week's training, especially, I mean, we have goals in mind, whatever, but, uh, we're still living on a very like Monday through Sunday schedule. Yeah. Uh, and I think we need to be a little bit more kind of free flowing, but for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I love that answer. I think um, <clears throat> I would echo most, if not all of that, you know, one of the things that, that I love about Brooke and uh, she's all about kind of being able to connect to, to yourself and, and think holistically and not saying I'm not either, but like I, like you, like I am a like performance analyst, right? I'm a sports scientist. Mm-hmm. And so data is great yeah. for me. And there's a lot of that information yeah. we can get from it. But, you know, it doesn't doesn't mean that it's it's the, you know, end all be all. Um, because there I mean, there are plenty of times where like you wake up and you feel terrible. And like, then you touch a bar and you're like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm, this is great. Uh, or this is the best mm-hmm. it's ever felt or moved. Right. And then there are other mm-hmm. times where you're like, oh, I, I'm going to kill it. And you go and mm-hmm. your first set, you're like, I'm bombed. Like, you know, everything was saying that things should have been good and it just wasn't. So I, I agree that there's probably a bit of an over alliance. Um, and I think that there's a lot of information out there about like, you know, what a whoop recovery score is, what an aura recovery score is, and, and you know, what HRV is. And I'll take those things with a grain of salt because, again, like how valid is it? Like that depends on what you're what you're looking at, um, the time of day you're looking at it, right? There's all these kind of different variables you're looking at that may influence oh. it. But like it's, it's good information. Um, I yeah. have a Garmin watch. I love it. You know, like if – on the, on the rare occasions I do cardio, like I, I throw it on just to, to see and make sure that my heart rate's like doing what I want to be doing generally within the same training sense. Um, but a big thing that, that I use it for is if I ever feel like I'm starting to get sick, um, I'll start to check my heart rate right at the beginning of the day just to kind of see like, mm, well, why am I chilling at like 70? And normally I'm at like, yeah. you know, 55, 60. Um, and if that persists, like, another day or something i'm like okay something's something's either gonna happen or something's about or something is happening so um i don't right. you know let that uh, affect my my training in life too much but it's a good indicator that like maybe i should sleep a little earlier maybe i should try to get out a little outside a little more just to kind of help um heal things so i love the use of tech and data like that's 
what I like to do. And there's a lot of ways you can track things. And, um, but there's also a lot of ways where you can connect with yourself and be like, today, I don't feel great. I'm going to take it lighter. Great. That's what you should do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think, I think that's like, you know, the justification aspect, honestly, like also when it comes to training again, and the reason I mentioned that kind of like Monday through Sunday, we're so like strict on our self schedule. Like let's pretend like, you know, we, you, you, you purchased a program that was like, I don't know, an eight week squat cycle or something like that. And you're on, you know, there's a Wednesday, it's a hard day and you wake up and you're like, dude, I feel like dog shit. Like, but maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I'm just being soft. Maybe I should just like head in there. And then you look at some of your, the metrics that you're looking at, right. Even resting heart rate when you wake up in the morning, HRV, um, again, which have its own positives, negatives, whatever you want to call them, but they're good baseline health metrics to mm-hmm. just say like, Hey, is something going on? And I think I'm, I, it's something I want to get into a little bit later, maybe in the podcast, when we start talking some other stuff, but like understanding that your heart rate is a, is a, product of where your nervous system's at or what your nervous system's doing right like like our heart rate is is controlled by our nervous system and so like in that sense like thinking about what's happening at a baseline level right if it's elevated um understanding that like oh okay something within our body is happening that like we're, we're trying to recover from or we're trying to fight off whatever it is um but there is this change that's happening that we're mm-hmm. trying to stabilize and our heart rate's saying hey maybe we need uh, to get, you know, up and going a little bit more. And so I think it's, yeah, I think there's, um, definitely something to be said for, for, you know, baseline health metrics and understanding that like, yes, these, these 10%, 15%, 20% changes in baseline are real. And they're also a bit of a justification to say, Hey, you know what? I know I'm not being soft. I'm not being, you know, I shouldn't do this squat work. I'd say it's okay. And you justify yourself, you know, give yourself justification a little bit to, you know, to take that day or to yeah know, yeah just ease off change the, gas the workout a bit. push it back yeah for sure yeah so i hope that answered your question um as always keep sending them in um and if you want to fight us on it send us a dm right i love kind of getting into these deeper conversations as well um but i know i feels like we've been talking for like 80 minutes already but um and, and you kind of give an, an update on what's going on but um, since it has been a while since you've been on and so much has changed, like, I, I want you to talk yeah. about, you know, like where you were last time we talked last time, uh, you know, you were on the podcast and how that's changed now. Yeah. Uh, where to start? <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so where I was last time I was on the podcast, I was, uh, strength and conditioning fourth science coordinator for the Arizona Cardinals, uh, just under a year ago. Now it's been, geez, it's been a year. Uh, I stepped away from coaching. Um, again, kind of back to the conversation that we were having earlier about the other things that you want to be good at, right? Like I was looking at some of the things in my life saying, you know, like kind of running into the same problems. I'm not going to go on a tangent about like, you know, whatever it is, but, you know, I was looking at some of the things that I wasn't good at. And I was just like, keep like had these like cycles of problems that I was just running into, right. Whether it's relationships, you know, like missing weddings. Like I, I, I miss so many yeah. friends, weddings. I miss shoot like funerals. <laughs> like my, my grandmother's funeral, I had to miss because I'm standing out of practice. Like, it's just like the, the point of it was, was I, I was, I was really good at, and I'm not going to like toot my own horn, but I'm just saying I was really good at, at work. I was really good at being a coach. I was really good at serving other other athletes and doing my job there. Yeah. And then 
from a relationship standpoint, from a hobby standpoint, from a friendship standpoint, from a kind of like everything else in my life besides for like, I mean, even in season with training, I got my own health sucked because I was, yeah. you know, I get six hours, five hours of sleep a night, whatever it is, um, wake up tired of shit, well, you know, roll into the next day and just is seven days a week. And you know, the grind obviously in season, especially yeah. with baseball, but everything else was kind of putting put to the side and uh, I wasn't good at anything else. I was just good at work. And it kind of, you know, I think when I first started strength and conditioning, I knew that the schedule was going to be brutal. I knew that it was going to be a, a <laughs> yeah. commitment. And, uh, territory, so, for sure. yeah. And, and I just, I just felt like I was at a point in my life where I had put 10 years in. I had, I had literally lost a lot of, I should say lost a lot of things, but I literally just sacrificed a lot of things, uh, sacrificed being good at a lot of things to be good at this job and realize that like, Hey, you know what, at this point in my life, like I want to be good at some other things, right? Yeah. I want to start focusing more on my relationships. I want to start focusing more on my friendships. Cause I mean, realistically, you know, I, I was, you know, I had very few, you know, that were, I communicate with regularly just because, you know, the time commitment, whatever, everybody's busy and I get that, but yeah. I just wasn't being a good friend. Uh, yeah. I didn't have any hobbies. So like when, again, like, my free time i was just like well what the hell do i do now i'm just <laughs> yeah. gonna like sit around and do nothing because you know i'm just gonna rest because i'm tired and so I, I think it just got to the point where i was like am i living uh just a coach and and i can't be good at anything else and so i was like you know what i, I think it's it's probably time now um uh, they offered me a, another contract i declined respectfully i i again i appreciate the hell out of the organization i appreciate the hell out of buddy uh my boss buddy morris um for doing everything possible to mentor me and, and to get me into that position. Um, but yeah, so I made the decision to step away from coaching, uh, uh, more end of February, uh, yeah, 23 right? of March last year. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I just kind of took, yeah, I didn't really have a plan. Honestly, at that point I was just like, you know what, I'm going to step away and I'm going to figure out kind of what else I want to do. I knew I kind of wanted to hit up, um, the sports tech realm, uh, just because I felt like I could offer unique perspective as to some of the tech stuff, obviously working with as a sports science coordinator and whatnot. And then, um, you know, just so happened that team builder kind of reached out and, and wanted, you know, to give me a shot. And so, um, I'm really thankful for that Hewitt, obviously. And, and my boss, Brian, uh, you know, I couldn't thank them enough, obviously for the opportunity. I love it there. I mean, they're just such great people, um, awesome. such a great company to work for. Yeah. It's like, it's, but I will say like, like it was a transition and it still is, right. It is a transition going from that style, like that lifestyle, right. Where it's your identity, your everything, right. You're in person, you're training guys or whatever. And now like, this is my office, right? Like, so this is where I work every day. Yeah. Um, get, you know, minimal human, hu human, human interaction, yeah, obviously yeah. minus like the, the zoom calls and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a change. Um, but it's a good change because it honestly, and up front, mind you, like I was saying, like the reason that I stepped away a lot of times was because I wanted to work on these other things in my life. And I wanted to get to a place where, where I had space and energy to do so. Um, and for the first like bunch of months, like I was just in a, I was in like a, a spiral. Like yeah, it was yeah. just like, I don't know what the hell to do. Like, uh, what am I going to do with time? What am I going to do with energy? Like, what am I going to do with all this stuff? And so it was a bit of a spiral. But uh, anyway, so moving past that, I'm saying work with Team Builder now in a customer success role. Um, and then recently I just, uh, started my own, uh, online training company called, uh, sustained hybrid training, which focuses on, um, I will get into it, but, uh, hybrid training, uh, for people who are kind of like us, right. Who want to be good at a lot of other things. Um, you know, whether they're relationships, whether whatever, like they don't have 
20 hours a week to dedicate to training. training, Um, And so, yeah. And and I think it's possible, like, you know, there's a lot of coaches who, who program 20 hours worth of work and which is fine. Um, But again, a lot of it is, is some of it's filler work, some of it's whatever. And I think using my expertise uh, in, in, you know, the last 10 years of training lead athletes and seeing kind of even from learning from my mentors about like kind of putting what's, you know, what's going to work first um, as opposed to just kind of filling things up uh, is, it's going to help separate me from, you know, other coaches. I think that's just what it is, is, is kind of giving them, you know, doing the right things at the right times, essentially. And I think like, you know, however we want to put that is doing the right things at the right times, um, you know, gives us a better opportunity to continue to make progress over time as opposed to, um, you know, throwing, you know, throwing shit together and and having a program that's not working within itself. Yeah. 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 So it's um, very much a a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but um, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I just, I feel like it's, you know, as a, as a young strength and conditioning professional, you're like, oh yeah, I'll like, I'll do anything to get to the, to the major leagues, to the NFL, to, you know, to these yeah. like glorious yeah. positions and you make it in and then like you, you see how the sausage is made and you're like, oh, okay, this is much different. And, you know, people, it objectively very cool. You know, um, I'm very blessed to say that I work for a major league team. You're very blessed to say that you worked for an NFL team, right? So many people would kill to be in those positions. Um, and the reality though, is that like I, you summed it up really well, like, that becomes like such a focal point. Um, and, and it's hard to do everything else. I, I remember one time I, we came to visit, I don't remember when it, when it was, but uh, you had gotten back from work and it, I think we were, I don't know, you had to have been like maybe 10 games into the season. If I'm thinking about timing and we were hanging out and like, you just fell asleep on the couch. And I was like, yeah, you know, I get it. Like that, that's like, <laughs> like I didn't feel bad about it at all. I, I remember I think Casey might have made some comments. She's like, you know, and I was like, look, like I, you know, I know what that like world is like. I'm I'm transitioning more into like my PhD with had had its own issues, right? Um, and like now that I'm back into the the sports world, it's like, yeah, all right, yeah, this is why people are tired all the time, right? It's just like part yeah. of part no, of it's it. actually it's funny you say that. It's funny you say that uh, that that I was asleep because um, for the first, I'd say. Oh boy, three years of me and Kaylee's relationship. Uh, her Instagram page, uh, any kind of story on her Instagram just page you was sleeping in the back. Yeah. Her doing some shit at the gym, or like <laughs> her doing some other things with her business, of course, or whatever. Uh, and then like the other part of it was literally just me sleeping on the couch, like yeah. whether falling asleep like on her arm or like whatever. It was just me sleeping on the couch. So yeah, uh, that is that is just classic me. And sure. it, and it takes a you know shout out to our to our partners because it, it does take a, a special person totally. to to deal with that um, and just ride it out, you know? So shout out Kaylee, shout out Casey and, and every other yeah, yeah, partner that, that is on the other end of that. Um, but anyway, I don't want to talk about too, too much about that. I do want to get into yeah. uh, sustained hybrid training. So uh, like sure. we'll, we'll um, put in the, in the show links and everything, um, but it's at sustained mm-hmm. hybrid training. Um, uh-huh. You kind of touched on it already, but um what made you start it and what pushed you in that direction? Cause I know that like, I think we all kind of start as, Hey, we just want to, if you're playing a sport, get better at your sport. Um, if you're not sure. playing a sport, like I just want big muscles. Right. And then like somehow you float into either like bodybuilding or Olympic or powerlifting. Yeah. 
Um, like you don't really at 18, you're not like, oh, I just want to be good at everything. You're like, I want to be jacked right. and I want to be strong. Yeah. Right. And yeah. now that you're you're older and you've kind of started to to look at different things, like what what kind of set you in the direction of like hybrid training and 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 really like why do you think that that's a space that needs to be filled more so than just like so, let's get jacked and and look good naked? Yeah, no, I, I like honestly like perfect segue question. Like I love it. It's I'm very good at this. Yeah, it's exactly that, right? <laughs> and and I think I think I think in all honesty. So right now, I think in the fitness industry, there's like hyper, again, like hyper specialization, right? Like mm -hmm. you're like, you like, you like identify. It's almost like you have to identify something like, well, are you a bodybuilder? Like, are you a CrossFitter? Are yeah. you a, a powerlifter? Like, and everybody is hyper focusing on like one kind of thing. And it's like, what's well, just cool, right? That's what you like to do. Um, and as you kind of get older, and I guess, you know, like whatever, shouldn't even be really as you get older but like as you kind of like mature in your in your fitness journey i guess you could call it you start to realize that like uh, well the reason i started this was because i want to look good right i want to i want to live long i want to be healthy um and all these other things and then you're like okay well like hyper focusing on like the bodybuilding thing right like you're missing out on a large portion of like health benefits that you get from other styles of training. Yeah. Same thing with powerlifting, right? You, you're missing out on a ton of other like health benefits you're getting from those style of training. Same thing with I'm even say like endurance training, right? Running all that stuff. Um, you're missing out on a lot of benefits from the opposite side. And so like, to me, mm -hmm. um, at, hybrid isn't like a new like thing it sounds new yeah. it's a new term <laughs> yeah. i think it's rebranded right <laughs> my dad used to do hybrid trading back when i was like 10 years old i watched him do you know like uh multiple triathlons as well as like he was strong as shit like that's where i get most of my journey from he was jacked like but <laughs> shout he, out dad you know, he, he would yeah yeah seriously no he was like he was like bench pressing 400 pounds and like also running a marathon so like he was doing hybrid training back in like i don't even know early 2000s late 90s and it's like this isn't like a new concept. I think mm -hmm. what had happened was like this interference effects uh, research came out, which again, like there are, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? There are like, there's merit to it. Yes. Yeah. There's merit to it. Uh, there's a bit of merit to it from like a cellular level. Um, but again, like the, if you look at the, you look at the details, like the devil's really in the details in that, in that study. And if you look at the details of the study, it's like, yeah, that was a poorly constructed program where like you took a running program and you took a lifting program and you just smashed them together. together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. And then also like from a timing perspective and like uh, everything else, like you're like, yeah, no, well, well, no shit. Like there was interference effect. Yes. Like uh, the organization of, of stressors was all mixed up. Like you're still doing three sets of fucking 12 on back squat. And like, while you're also doing like a threshold day in the morning yeah, or like a yeah. long run, it's like, well, no kidding. Like, no kidding you're seeing interference effect in terms of of performance and anything else like like it's just not structured properly or it's mm -hmm. not structured in the way that you should probably be structuring it or it's just a structural disadvantage right like you're, you're just putting things together as opposed to now again like the way that i kind of think about hybrid training is is just you're you're good at a lot of things right and i think instead of hyper focusing on like one specific bodybuilding powerlifting and, and being like an average you know like powerlifter or whatever like, like the thing is you're, if you're competing great like i'm all for it and i'm all for you just doing whatever you want to do like you yeah. just like power cool but like also 
don't think that that's the only thing that's going to benefit your health. Like, and also don't think that's the only thing that's, that's going to, you know, like from a longevity standpoint or whatever, like, or even make you lean or even whatever, like whatever your goal is, like that one thing isn't the only thing that's going to work for it. And, and again, research has proven time and time again, that like a well-rounded, right. When your energy system training, you're, you're using some zone two, you're using some threshold work, you're using some VO2 max work, you're doing, you know, heavy lifting, you're doing some sets to fail, you know, close to failure, whatever it is, like all that stuff has benefits to it. Like, why are we not kind of sprinkling in just being yeah, generally good at it. all these other things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I had, I actually had this conversation with somebody else as well. Um, and the argument was, and it, it's, it's been, a, I'm, I'm not, it's been an argument in CrossFit as well. It's like, cool, you're, you're not <laughs> great at anything. You're just good at a bunch of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think early in my career, I was just like, I would beat to that drum all day. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, you're right. Like, you're not good at anything. You're just like average all these things. <laughs> yeah. And now that like, I'm like, what was it? You older, can outrun a yeah. lifter, but you can outlift a runner, right? And it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pick a lane. And it's like, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, like pick a lane or like pick this, like specify. Yeah. yeah. And I had this conversation with somebody who was a strongman coach and they were like, and I was like, I didn't tell this person anything about what I did or whoever. I was like, what do you like? What are your takes on like hybrid training, or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, this person says like, like it doesn't make any sense to me. I said, okay, <laughs> can you potentially, you know, like elaborate on that? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, well, well, like you're just not like you're not good at anything. Like you're just like you're just you're just like average at a lot of things, but you're not good at everything. I said, okay, like, well, who do you train? Like, what do you what do you train? And like, and I, it's again, it's everybody's opinion. I, I'm not like trying to shoot back at i'm just generally asking okay like who do you train and what do they do like well strongman like cool do they all compete at a national level no okay then like why do they need to be good like why do they need to specialize in something like if you're doing this for like yeah. a like if fitness is a health like for health longevity you know goals of course like you know you want to look a certain way whatever like why not use all the tools in the toolbox, right? Like, why not use everything? Just be generally good at all of it, right? Yeah. You're, are, are you going to, as a hybrid athlete, are you going to walk into a powerlifting competition and win it? Probably not. Are you going to walk into a marathon and win it? No. Like, you're, you're not. But that's okay. Like, you, the goal isn't to win yeah. all these things. The goal is to generally be able to accomplish a lot of different things. And to me, yeah, yeah, the yeah. reason for hybrid is experiences, right? Be able, if, if you're 45 years old or whatever, and, and you want to go, I don't know, take your take your kids or take your wife or whoever it is go on a, a, a boy's trip with your buddies to go backpacking in some way, like, cool location, or whatever, like you can do it because you're not like completely out of shape. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like, the only thing you've done is a couple sets of like bench press and, and bicep curls. And now all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I want to go backpacking with the boys. And I, yeah. like, you know, somewhere <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. So you're going to walk so, like, on your to hands. Me, it's all about experiences. <laughs> yeah. But like, and that's the thing, I think the difference between, uh, again, and I, I can get into this as well, but like the differences between CrossFit and hybrid, again, people are like, well, what's the difference? Like same kind of concept. You're trying to be good at everything. Yeah. Hybrid to me is a little bit more structured in terms of the work is very specific for the day. Right. So if I say we're doing, you know, uh, whether it's a zone two or a easy run or however I define it, right along, whatever it is, is a specific adaptation that I'm looking for as opposed to CrossFit. If you look at a lot of the research again, a lot of the workouts are 
straight up just like VO2 max almost like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're pushing it to almost lactate threshold all the time. And a lot right. of people are just pretty much drained as hell after. And again, not a, it's a method that works, right? You're driving up all the other, um, you know, all the other systems, but at the same time, um, hybrid training is a little bit more sustainable also because you're incorporating some of these very low intensity days and that is your work, right? Like as opposed to CrossFit, it's like kind of, Hey, we want you to stay in this like paced, you know, like Metcon or whatever, but like 99% of the time you've ever been to a CrossFit gym, like they explode. No yeah. like, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think from that standpoint, uh, it's kind of the difference in, in hybrid and CrossFit, but yeah, it's a, it, to me kind of, that's what drove the focus for the most part was one, um, you know, understanding that, like, as you get older and as, like, like what is your goal? Like, what is, are you trying to train for longevity? Are you trying to train to be strong as shit? Are you trying to train to be, to look good? Whatever it is, like, but understanding that, like, hey, we can still do these other things that are going to improve yeah. longevity, improve health, improve all these other health metrics, even the stuff that we're talking about, right? Resting heart rate and HRV and all these things. We can improve these things as well as do the thing that you want to do, right? We can do it while you're doing a powerlifting, like, prep. We can do it while your bodybuilding we can do the same things um and so kind of segueing like yeah like what is a hybrid athlete like a hybrid athlete is somebody who who not necessarily i'm not gonna say use the word concurrent training but who wants to train a bunch of different qualities at the same time right so for instance like if i want to do bodybuilding or i want to do marathon running or 5k or mile whatever it is we're just training multiple qualities kind of all in the same token and i think it's relevant because of what's uh, you know in the sports performance world is called vertical integration right so for the yeah, general athlete was, yeah. depending on what your goal is into that. yeah it's, it's essentially what it is right like so for the general hybrid athlete like all you're doing is following some sort of vertical integration program for your life and like you're just generally whatever your goal is for that period of time if you even have one you just target a little bit more towards that that goal is mm-hmm. and then you dial back on some other things but that's all it really is. It's using vertical integration to, to kind of ebb and flow your training. And so to me, um, yeah, I think it, it, it again, like back to the beginning, it, it's not new. Like this, this like brand is, or this, whatever you want to call it, isn't new. Yeah. It's kind of just rebranded, right? It's just like, <laughs> it's rebranded to something that now sounds like, Oh, like now you got, you know, younger people who are like, Oh, I'm a hybrid athlete. It's like, cool. Yeah. Like you just want to be good at a bunch of different things, right? You want to be good at, you know, generally good at powerlifting and you want to be good at, I don't know, maybe run a triathlon or something like that. Um, but yeah, so I, I think from a general perspective, that's, uh, that's what drove me there is, is really understanding that like, you know, there's so much more to health and there's so much more to exercise and, and looking at the fitness industry, thinking like, there's just so many people out there that are like encouraging people to specialize in this one thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just doesn't make sense for me in terms of like a, like improve your health. And then we're leaving out this massive portion, yeah. um, especially, and, and you can speak on this too, in terms of metabolic disease is like, you know, is continuing to just grow and grow and grow and grow. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's like a leading killer of course of people. And so understanding that like, yeah, like we need to work, uh, hard at times we need to work easy at times but all these other kind of metabolic processes we need to we need to incorporate within our lives and in our training uh to reduce the risk of these metabolic diseases you know flaring up at some point and so to me right like going to the gym and hitting a circuit is great but like when's the last time 
you did any sort of you know zone two or threshold work, right? When's the last time yeah. you actually pushed yourself in terms of VO two max? And again, you know, obviously health permitting, but like when's the last time you did any of that stuff? And yeah. It's like most people are like, I don't know. Like, or when's the last time you just did dedicated conditioning work? Yeah. 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 So, so that's, that's kind of what I was going to say is that like, you know, we, we throw out big terms like vertical integration and hybrid training. And like, Mm -hmm. if you are working with like a personal trainer or a coach, um, that's like worth their salt. I think there's a growing process when it comes to like coaching, right? Like you get your PT cert when you're 18 or whenever you can and, you're like, yeah, the squad is most important. We're utilizing FMS, blah, blah, blah. Like, and then you're kind of put into this, like, well, you have to serve the um, the customer and the customer wants stronger legs. And you're like, okay, we're just going to squat, deadlift and, you know, whatever. And But like, as, as maybe your clientele gets like older or more focused on like longevity or you as a coach are like, oh, uh, yeah, there's like, there's way more things that I have to focus on. Like you start to kind of shift towards training people as quote unquote hybrid athletes because like you're yeah. aware and like you're not thinking to yourself like oh this is like I'm I'm making sure that I'm like so we say vertical integration it's you know vertical is 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 up and down and so it's like you're just hitting every facet that you can as as the mm-hmm. training program progresses. Um yeah. and like you're you're doing that with with your your clients or at least you should be in in your own training, right? So one of the things that you mentioned was like, oh, when's the last time you did X, right? Um, I had I had hurt my back in, of course, uh, when I was at UNM. And I don't remember what it was or what have you. It was one of the many spells. And I was like, you know what? Like, I, I think that's when I, I think that's when I f- switched from like just squatting, benching and deadlifting. Because like, that's fun for me. Like, I love chasing numbers. Like, yeah. it makes you feel strong. Um, but I was like really lacking in stability rotational um work uh, obviously like my cardiac output was not great it's like average um probably below average yeah. i don't know but not great and then like there was no like true power like i was never sprinting i was never throwing anything and i remember asking my physical therapist at the time like hey like i i want to start jumping like how do i how do i just build that back in and she's like well it's like anything else like you you jump a little and then you just keep on jumping. And I'm like, oh, duh, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like yeah. anything else, right? And and so I started, I you know, doing like ply. Yeah, right, plyos. I started doing um, broad jumps and, and just like slowly adding that in. And now it's like everywhere in, in my client's training because it's like you do think about it. When's the last time you ran really fast? Or when's the last time you jumped? And if it's been like, oh, it's been 30 years for some of my clients, I'm like, okay, like, we're just going to work what? on your ability to, like, handle <laughs> yeah. your load and, like, express it. And and so I think that, like, everyone kind of slowly trans, like, uh, transforms into, like, a, a hybrid athlete because, like, life does push you to do a lot of things and, like, you have to have the capacity to do, to do those things. Um, and it's really fun to be able to look good of course and like take off your shirt and be like yeah this you know I, I like great or like my my husband is looking at me again and being like oh wow you're like hot again or whatever but it's also really yeah. fucking cool to be like i'm gonna move this couch and i'm literally gonna throw it to the other side and like i'm not gonna break my back doing it oh and i'm 50 you yeah. know what i mean so yeah uh it's just or, being oh, able yeah. to like oh, touch and, all and those things 
Oh yeah. And, and like, that's, and that's, and kind of back to like what I, what I said about experiences is like, that's mm-hmm. exactly what I think of hybrid training is like, it's experiences, right? You said like, you know, life throws a lot of things at you. You have to like in, in life in general, like there, uh, life asks you to be good at a lot of things. Like, unfortunately that's just the brass tacks, right? Life asks yeah. you to be good at a lot of things, right? You have to be, I shouldn't say you have to, but you know, you have to be a good, you know, a good partner, a good parent, a good, you know, friend, whatever it is, you have to be good at a lot of things. And so like training to be good at all of these other things, like just continuing to live a human experience of like, Hey, I'm going to still jump. I'm still going to run. Like, yeah, I'm still going to do these things and train these things. So that again, the very simple principle of like, if you don't use it, you lose it type thing. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah that's it is that's, as you get older, like that's, that's the truth. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And so like uh, generally hybrid training is just that, right? Let's just train all these kind of different qualities. Let's let's make sure that we're hitting all these qualities. And again, right? The difference in like, you know, adaptations, like I didn't even get into this part of it, but like the adaptations of the heart, right? You're getting different adaptations from the heart mm-hmm. by doing strictly zone two work. You're, you're getting different adaptations from the heart from doing VO2 max and threshold work. Like there's different adaptations that's happening that like, again, that you're not, you're missing out on if you're not doing dedicated work to this stuff. Yeah. Now, again, like this all sounds overwhelming because you're like, well, now you're shit. Now you're talking about like, I got to do zone two work. I got to do two max work. I do threshold work. Yeah, I got to yeah, yeah. lift. I got you know, to lift heavy. I got to lift, uh, you know, for hypertrophy. You got to do everything. <laughs> right. like, yeah, yeah, you got to do everything. And it's like, yes. And you're like, how, but how is that possible? Like, how am I going to like, you're telling me that like, I have to be good at all these things. And then you're also telling me like, you also have to be good at all these other qualities for training. Yeah. It's like, yes, I am. And they're like, well, then how does that not take over my life? And that's yeah. kind of sustained hybrid training. It's like, it's for people who essentially like want to be good at these other things, but also like want to generally be good at hybrid training. Right. And it's, it comes down to just sequencing of, of workouts and when, and kind of how you're programming, what you're programming. Uh, and again, the style, you know, the styles and volumes of what you are programming. Like for instance, you know, cutting out a lot of fluff work is, is unfortunately like, if you're going to hit one or two sets of, of like with one or two RR, like on some other kind of lift, like that's all you hit for the week. But again, like this is a long game. This isn't like, yeah. hey, you're not coming into hybrid training, looking at like, Hey, I want to be like really good at running a marathon and, 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 uh, you know, and, and deadlifting 500 pounds, like, you know, whatever. In eight and weeks. It's like, I, I want right? to be good. Yeah. In eight weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, you're not, we, like, we're we not, can do that, but you're going to have, you know, nothing else going yeah. on in your life. Yeah. Correct. And that's, to me, um, that's kind of, that's why hybrid, you know, for me, why I came up with sustained hybrid training was because, and where the space was kind of lacking, right. was like, I've researched a lot of programs. I've looked at the top people, right. I, I've done my research on all the top people. I've followed them. I read all their articles. I read all their stuff. I watched all the podcasts. The problem with all the top people who are hybrid athletes or whatever it is and have clients, like, it's like, I, it's like 20 weeks or 20 hours of training. And it's like, and then you see some other people that are like uh, kind of like the motivational hybrid athletes where it's like, just do the work. Right. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no shit. Just do the work. I get that. Like I get, we have to do the work. The problem with just doing the work is like, what happens if you're a parent? Right. And yeah. like, you know, you have to wake up six times in the middle of the night and you're like, you got to get up at 5am and just <laughs> yeah. do the work. Like that's not realistic. Yeah. Like, stop. Like, and, but that's, that's the thing for hybrid training. And that's what's pushing people away is because like, again, you're, you're, you're creating this barrier of like, 
this is your fault for it not being done. It's like, no, life requires you to be good at so many different things. Like we have to be a little bit more, uh, less, or a little bit less rigid, right. And the way we structure training. And so like, again, what I was kind of mentioning earlier, alluding to earlier is like, kind of like not being so strict on our Monday through Sunday, right? Like just creating days or program, right? So if we're going to make it, maybe go on like a 10 day cycle or something like that, or 10, 10 day, like week or a 10 day training micro, um, Maybe do it that way or just like don't even have like a week focus, right? Just have yeah. like a day program where you can just kind of do it at your own pace. You wake up in the morning, you read perfect example, right? Your uh your whoop or your your HRV or your resting heart rate in the morning is is shit. It's you know, fifteen, twenty percent above like what your baseline is, like cool. Like we're going to take that whatever threshold day today, that's actually going to be a hard day. And we're going to maybe push that to tomorrow. Like, yeah. let's just make sure we see our, our, our metrics drop or whatever it is. Uh, and let's push it to tomorrow. But again, it's, it's not overwhelming um, people with so much training. Like this is what you have to do to be good at this stuff. It's like, yes. But again, real, realizing that like, this isn't like a race against time guys. Like mm-hmm. hybrid training is not like, get this in six weeks right again maybe some people will claim that and that's fine um again i will claim that yes it is a unbelievable style training that will get you strong make you look good and will improve obviously any kind of metabolic um or you know any kind of health metric that you're looking for uh because we are incorporating literally every kind of style training that you can think of into one kind of thing but um yeah I, i it's just to me that's where the gap in the industry was is like you either here's my program. And then the other thing that I saw was there was just a lot of volume. Uh, yeah. Get, <laughs> yeah. Uh, get specific <laughs> of that. It's a, just a lot of volume lifting really. Uh, and that was kind of throwing me off was like, you're asking this person to do what? Like you're asking this person to be like legitimately full hypertrophy like work, repeat. like full strength. Yeah. Work, yeah like, and then be like, okay, now like, go run like six eight. miles. Yeah. No, no, no. Like even, even better. Like, eight repeat 400s at some sort of like, you know, mile, whatever it is, mile pace. And then like, and in the gym and then it's like, well, now you have like three sets of 10 on barbell back squat. Like who the fuck is doing that? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. My legs are able to do repeat four. Yeah. Who is, and that's fine. Like, I'm not saying like, that's probably, there's some good adaptation that comes from that, but like, or it's like, yeah, now we're going to go hit heavy singles on back squat after doing, it's like, why? Like, yeah. what? again, the structure and how we're doing things are, are is again, like just, it's, it's not conducive to like longevity performance and sustainability. Like this is a, this is a get rich now kind of like mentality of like, mm-hmm. let's jam all these things into one session. Um, as opposed to like, Hey, let's again, trim back some of the running volume. Right. And we can do that. Like that workout's fine. I'm fine with doing some repeat, some speed work or whatever, and then popping right into a, a pretty decent lower body. Like I'm good with that. The problem is, it's like, okay, let's consider the volumes of the running and let's consider the volumes of the lifting and say, Hey, why don't we meet in the middle where we're not like just, again, the research study of the interference effect, taking this lifting program, taking this running program and smashing them together and saying, here you go. And then again, the trial by fire result is (laughs) right. The result is 15 to 20 hours of training. And the result is also like, well, I don't have time to do this. So it's like, well, you have to make time. It's like that. That's not realistic for a lot of people. And that's why again, hybrid training or sustained hybrid training is, is, why I created it was because I'm like, dude, this, this isn't realistic and this isn't true. We can make great gains in all these health metrics and all these things mm-hmm. um, without having to do that, right? Without having to spend 20 hours a week or just me telling you like, we'll just make it a priority. Yeah. Like, no yeah, I, you all, know, we all want to make this priority. I, I think, I think some of the, 
we have to understand that the people we look up to that are like hard bodies, hard nosed people that are like, you just get up and you work, motherfucker. Like, one, yeah, that is their job, right? They're they're mm-hmm. whether yeah. you want to believe it or not. That like, oh, I'm doing this, this, this. It's like, dude, you are like mm-hmm. broken, and you are fighting through that. That's great for you. Like most people don't. And you get paid to do that, and too, you get paid you. to do that. Yeah, like, yeah. like that's that's your thing. And so, someone who is, yeah. like you said, a parent is trying to like us trying to build a business yeah. while also keep relationships while also having a full time job, and like. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and do all this. It's just it's not sustainable. You can no. do these things that these people say like it's possible. Absolutely. But you will burn out eventually because like we're not even getting into like the health practices that you have to have in order for these things to work. Like if your oh, no. sleep is still shit, if your eating is still terrible, if you work and live in a high stress environment and then you're going to add on so much more stress, your body's like. You may have two, three weeks where you're like, this is the best. I'm going to do it for forever. And then that fourth week, everything breaks. And then you're like, oh, man, like maybe I just wasn't meant to work out. Maybe I just wasn't meant to be this like hybrid athlete. It's like, no, maybe you were just being an asshole to yourself, right? Like that that's something that we have to like actively think about because – we all have our own genetic limits. Some people can push and not get hurt as easily. Some people are more, I don't want to say frail, but maybe are more predisposed to getting hurt, um, whether they've been hurt before or not. And like, you have to just know that and figure that out about yourself and then be like, yeah, it's great when our buddies get together and we're like, fuck it, we're going to do a one RM bench press. Like, great. Yeah. That's like so fun, right? Yeah. They're great memories. Understand totally. that one person may walk out the next day and be like, Oh, I could still keep doing this. It's fine. Whether their training is good, their eating habit, like whatever, just they are built like that. And someone else right. might be like, I fucked up my shoulder for the next six months. That's just how it happens sometimes, right? Dude, so like you have to think I, about I, what what you want and how that's going to affect you. Yeah. And, and I had, uh, it was actually, it's, it's funny because I had a, uh, there was a big like party that a bunch of my college friends came out uh, to Phoenix for. And so, um, you know, it was like 30 of my college friends. It was awesome. It was such a great time. Like getting to see them and stuff like that. And we were at this, yeah. uh, do, do you remember Maya day club? Um, uh, like the, the, the pool club or whatever on, uh, in old town. Anyway, Maya's just, just like, Oh yeah. I think I was there for uh, a new year's or something. Some yeah, yeah. yeah it's 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 sweet right like it's summertime and these get like all my all my buddies are out and like you know we have a cabana it's it's awesome and again not to my own horn but this is just a story i pop my shirt off and my buddy's like dude like what can i do like you gotta get <laughs> yeah. plan. like you, i you mean you are jacked like, <laughs> for sure but but it's 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 genetics and a little bit of horror it's, um, <laughs> it's a lot of work dude. but it was like it's relaxed so i I asked him, I like, I straight up, I was like, listen, I was like, okay. I was like, you like, what's your goal? Like, well, I want to like, I want to look good. I'm like, okay. What does your sleep look like? Like how many hours are you sleeping? And then he's like, well, like five, probably a night. I said, okay. Fail number one. I said, uh, uh, what's your breakfast look like? I'm just like, I, I love asking what your breakfast looks like. Cause it's generally like a good indication of like what the rest of the day is right. going to look like. Oh, I don't I, eat. I just, for okay. whatever reason. Yeah. And it's like, I'll uh, just have like, I don't know, like something little coffee and, and I'm like, okay, coffee and a bagel. Two. I was like, <laughs> yeah. and then something like that. 
And funny, they're from New York, but, and then I was like a number three. Oh, shoot, it was number three. Um, sleep. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, and then I was like, what, uh, how much, like, like, how much are you doing this? And he's like, what do you mean? Yeah. This? Party. I said, how much are you doing this? This, like where we're at right now, how much are you doing? It's like, uh, he's like, no, no, like I definitely cut back on that. It's only like, like one day a week, like only like a Friday or, or a Saturday or whatever. I'm like, which is fine. Like, that's not a big deal. I'm like, it, are you telling the truth? He's like, well, generally it's like uh, just a weekend. I do a weekend like, bender. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's like, that's, <laughs> do, do you understand that? Like, no matter what fucking workout I give you, like, it's not going to, like, that's not going to change. You're never going to look the way you want to look yeah. by making those decisions constantly, consistently. Again, I'm not saying you can't ever do that. I'm not saying you can't ever go out and have a drink with your buddies. I can't ever say, you know what I'm saying? Like go out to a pool, like you can do this stuff. Like, but again, like that, this is a habit. This is not just like an occurrence. That, that, yeah. This is a habit now, and so I, I think that's the difference with people, uh, with like the delineation between a habit and like an occurrence, right? I can oh, nice. go drink with my buddies as an occurrence. I can eat shitty food as an occurrence. But what are your like habits, yeah. right? Like, what are the things you're consistently doing? And so, like that to me is like when I ask those questions. The first thing that pops into generally like people's heads generally are their habits, right? It's not the occurrences, it's the habits. So when I ask him what his breakfast is, he thinks and he's like, well, what's the most common thing? What's my habit? What's the most common thing that I'm going to eat for breakfast, right? And it's going to be a coffee and a fucking bake. Yeah. And then like, oh, how many hours of sleep you're getting? It's like, it's never the occurrence of 10 hours. It's never the occurrence <laughs> right. of two. It's always right. The wherever habit is five it hours. So, yeah. Five hours. And so like, that's the big thing, especially, and you hit on it with hybrid training. We did not go into what's going to make this work. And quite honestly, habits are going to make this work, right? Like, yes. Is it a little bit more like activity than you're used to? Of course. Yeah. Because you're doing a lot more things. Is it going to be generally more work? Yeah. I mean, that's just not hours. I'm not saying, but like effort. Work. Yeah. Sure. Effort. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Work overall work. Yeah. It is going to be more. But again, like a lot of these adaptations are coming from work, right? This is just stress. We're just adding stress and we're, we're getting adaptation from that. But like, yes, it is going to be more. So so if your sleep's garbage, like, yeah, you're going to fail as a hybrid athlete. Like that's just point blank period. If, you're, if your diet's horrible, like, and it's, you know, it's just not consistent. Like, yeah, it, you're, you're going to fail. Like if you're not eating enough, and I think that's a big thing is you're not eating enough. Sure. I see like some people, especially in hybrid space saying like, Oh, I want to do, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to increase my, uh, my deadlift. I want to like put on muscle and I want to like, uh, uh, run a, a, finish a marathon. Like, and then they're also in the same token are like, yeah, I'm like trying to like lean up a little bit. So I'm in a deficit. Yeah. You're like, you're in a fucking deficit. Hey, good luck, buddy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like next week we're going to be talking about how to fix like some sort of injury, like <laughs> yeah. right, your hip flexor or something like that, like from blowing out. Because like, again, like this, this doesn't work mm -hmm. if you're not fueling, if you're not sleeping and if you're not like generally like stress managing and things like that, right. You're not generally taking care of yourself and you're creating good habits. And so to me, uh, the reason why I select I not shouldn't say select, but the reason why hybrid training rings so true to me is is because it, it does force you a little bit to say like, hey, what are my priorities, right? Are my priorities like the habit of like partying with my buddies every weekend? Like, again, we all know and, and like there's not going to be a single person who's going to argue with you saying like that's a healthy habit. Yeah. I like, guess like camaraderie and like 
and like having for like those things are healthy habits you can also have camaraderie at a, at a fucking coffee shop mm-hmm. like let's be honest right you can have camaraderie going on a hike and doing things uh, that's not like getting shit faced at the bar like, yeah or other going over to a friend's make. house and watching him sleep like yeah. that's camaraderie yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, like like that's per- <laughs> right that is totally good for camaraderie as long as like you could just like even just like rub his head a little bit like put him to sleep yeah you know? but yeah no i, I think yeah generally you kind of hit on it where like we didn't even get into the the, the require i shouldn't say requirements but the things that are going to drive these adaptations the yeah. things that are going to allow you to continue over court over time and time again and there's there's things like 75 hard that have come out now that like you know are, are getting people oh, in this me, mindset of creating healthy habits i know yeah. and, and like i'm not a big like proponent of any of those like really structured you know, like, yeah yeah, yeah massive things you know like one of the things so if you've been following me on on instagram um i how many days has it been for the past let me check my phone real quick wow 80 days we're at 80 days for the past 80 days i've done some core workout or movement every day um and this stemmed from like Sick. you know back in the end of october of 2023 like my I, something gave out my, you know, it mm-hmm. came with the stress of the season and all this stuff. Like I, I know that it was just, I wasn't treating myself well. And after like right. a week and a half, not being on move, I was like, okay, like clearly I need something else. And so I really built myself up. Like I'm talking like from bridges to be able to do pal offs again, to be able to lift again. Um, and the reason I've been able to keep 80 days and like, a hundred and in my mind, like I'm doing this so that like I can do it for the rest of my life. So I can be like, it's been right. 25 years um, was not because yeah. I said I have to do like a core workout of three by 10 for, you know, eight different exercises. Like what I told myself was I kind of use that. If you, if you use do if you use Duolingo, I use kind of the, the Duolingo thing of like, Hey, if you get like yeah. one lesson in, then like your streak continues. Yeah. And so there are, times where I was traveling or I was beat to shit or something like even, you know, I've been sick and and whatever, um, very busy and Hey, we're still going to do some bird dogs. We're going to do some dead bugs. We're going to do some bridging, like something so that that streak Mm -hmm. continues. And Mm -hmm. somebody who's like a a hard nose might come in and be like, Oh, well that's not real core work or the blah, blah, blah. And maybe you're doing this so that it's like easy for you. And like, does it make it easier than doing eight sets of something? Absolutely. But that also means that I fucking do it every day. Like it's implemented into my lifts on my rest days. I'm doing something and I'm trying to do something before sleep. And like, that's how we start to, like you said, it's not an occurrence now that I do core work. It's a habit. And like, that's how you build into these things. And so I really just want to like have that focus be like, you know, could, because I, I honestly, I think we're going to have like another full episode um, at some other time where like we get into kind of more specifics of VO2 max work, um, uh, threshold work and all this like terms that we've thrown around. But like at yeah. at its core, it's are you doing things consistently? Are you touching on all these other aspects of training that you should be touching on? And, you know, are you changing your life in a way that's going to help support that? Yeah. And and I think like right now, I think it even speaks to kind of what I'm doing for my own training right now. And I didn't get into it much. But yeah. Let's get into that. I, I, what I, yeah, yeah. What I'm doing right now, honestly, is personally 
uh, I, the way that I coach is slightly differently just because I understand that people don't have the access, the same access as sure. I do, but I'm, I microdose right now. I'm microdosing training. Uh, so the system that I'm running, uh, is very, it's essentially two movements a day. It's a, uh, it's an isometric, it's a heavy, um, couple heavy singles, uh, one set of plyos, a couple heavy singles, one set of plyos on two movements and I'm done. So call it, I don't know, 35 minutes, 45 minutes. Um, from and that's like warm up to completion, like that's that's in and out. Yeah, uh, those are my lifts. Um, again, you know, things come up. I, I got other, I have priorities, whatever the case may be. My workouts don't like if I if I miss a workout, it's like it's not like oh well, just you know, skip that one. It just goes to the next day. Yeah, so like let's yeah. my schedule looks like this. You're allowed to do squat, that. <laughs> let's just say, yeah, yeah let's just say I, I squat and I do uh, pull ups right on one day. I'll say that's Monday. Mm-hmm. Let's say my next workout is deadlifts and bench, something like that. Right. If I'm like, oh, damn, you know, Tuesday caught up to me, um, you know, I, I can't get to the lift. Well, like I don't like miss that workout. I don't just like keep going right in the program. Like I just push that to Wednesday or, or whatever the day is that yeah. I have time to do it. Uh, and again, if I, I if I look at my habits, I look at my schedule, I organize and I prioritize um, again, like if I can get it done for that day, if there's something maybe I need to change. Right. Uh, then I can. So I microdose my list throughout the week. Generally. It, it, it comes and goes. Usually I would say five, five days a week I, I lift and then three days a week I run. So I generally like to uh, structure. And again, all of my runs are, um, or I shouldn't say run, only run. Um, I bike, I have stationary bike as well that I use sometimes for some off-feet conditioning, especially when, uh, you know, legs are a little heavy. Things tired, get heavy, or, yeah, or absolutely. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, again, I, I don't, you know, I don't force myself to just call it like, Again, let's be very clear about hybrid. Hybrid athletes are not just runners and lifters, right? Like hybrid is anything endurance related, right? Like anything that you're doing yeah. or really anything like from a conditioning standpoint that way uh, and and lifting heavy, whatever it is. Um, so like I, I'm not – some days I don't run. Some days I bike, right? And some days um, I love to run. So I, I even do VO2 max work on a bike if I need to, right? If I'm not really feeling that day or you know, my, I have a kind of like a hip flexor issue that kind of like creeps up every once in yeah. a while. Uh, and so when I feel my hip flexor start to kind of like, you know, get a little achy or something, it's usually like a one day kind of like, Hey, we need to just calm down. Maybe like I did a little bit too much of my long run. I pushed it far. Um, but then the next couple of days I'll just do, instead of like completely upending everything, I'll maybe change the stimulus a little bit or change the modality. Right. So I'll change it to either a bike or a, uh, a swim or something like that. Um, and so, yeah, so right now I'm, I'm lifting five days a week and I'm running or right now I'm running three days. Um, on my generally early in the week on Mondays. And I actually like this kind of mentality. Uh, I have my hardest day of the week on Mondays mm-hmm. and that, because that forces me to be very productive on Sunday. That forces me <laughs> for my habits and everything like that. So it drives me to literally yep. have to, yeah, to, to leave the weekend or have a Sunday that like, Hey, I got to get my shit right. Cause I know Monday, um, you know, I have work, I have, my hard day of, of lifting or I have my hard day of running. So generally I'll do my speed work on Monday um, as well as, and that's just depends. I'll do my speed work bef- sometimes before, sometimes after it just depends on what the day is, but usually I'll do my speed work before. Um, and again, it's a, it's a reduced volume as opposed to like a normal speed program. So you're looking at like, you know, most people, most real runners, like look at these programs are like, well, that's, not a ton of speed work. It's like, yeah, it's because, you know, I, I have other things. a lot of other volume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of other volume. Um, but, yeah, so I'll do my speed work uh, and deadlift session usually on Monday. 
Uh, and the reason I do that again, uh, the speed work, again, a little bit more taxing on my hip flexor. Uh, and then I don't like to do um, squat again uh, from the eccentric load and the hip flexor kind of standpoint. I just don't like uh, stacking those two together. So I, I feel better on deadlifts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So usually I do my speed work and my deadlift session that uh, on Mondays, again, the speed work session doesn't take me too long. And so that's usually uh, I try to split it up into one session, depending on like uh, whatever the stimulus is. Right. So if I'm doing like my goal right now is to increase my deadlift, I'll throw the running after my deadlift session. If right. Cause the you know, priority is deadlift, right? Yeah. yeah. Just making right. it. Right. Yep. And that's the vertical integration, right? That's what we're talking about. Whatever like the focus is goal, whatever it is, if you, even if you don't have one. And so my, if when I don't have a goal and I'm just like, well, generally training, uh, then I'll do my running first yeah. and then I'll do that running first. Then my deadlift session next day, um, is generally squat or, you know, whatever it is, again, I'm microdosing things. So it's just very low volume, um, just kind of hitting decent, you know, decently heavy, good moving singles. Uh, and then I usually do, uh, recovery, whether it's a uh, bike off feet conditioning, something like that, um, depending, but usually that day is just a lift. And then, um, the next run will be uh, threshold day. So I'll usually do something um, kind of spread out. So I'll, I pretty much anything in between like, like zone two stuff uh, is a lot of like off feet. And it's just for me, like, again, I'm not historically uh, a long distance runner. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not a marathon or whatever the case may be. Can I do it? Yeah. But uh, historically I just like to do a little bit more off feet conditioning. And also I hike uh, and walk, you know, I walk the dogs pretty regularly in a weight vest, which also helps with some of the, uh, nice. the zone two kind of conditions. Right. Um, but then I'll do my threshold day, which is generally about 30 minutes, um, you know, depending on, and that's usually, uh, after, uh, again, a lift session, just because again, threshold takes a lot out of you. We usually, yeah. it's taxing, yeah, but it's week. just like a lot of volume also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just a lot of volume. So I'll generally do that on a day where I don't actually lift uh, any kind of lower body stuff just because uh, honestly, yeah, it just gets a little bit too much in the same day. Um, and then generally after that, uh, third run will just be some kind of long run, which again is, is super like nonchalant. I just kind of give myself a threshold of miles and say like, Hey, uh, let's just, you know, we're, we're at, let's just go five miles today. Uh, no kind of like zone two pace. What I, what actually I do with this is on my long runs is it's a really like good mental space for me. Um, I'll throw on something that I'm learning about, whether a podcast or something like that. Uh, and I won't even look at my watch. I'll just kind of go. Just and go. the only way I'm yeah. looking at my watch is, yeah, it's just a, it's just a pretty much like track distance. I don't care about heart rate. I don't care about anything else. What I do though, uh, to kind of mitigate the speed on it is uh, I try it for as long as I possibly can. Mm. Yep. yep. My nose. And yeah, I just, it's, huge. it's just such an easy way it's to a like, self-limiter. stay in zone two. Yep dude it's awesome uh it's just it's a way to like not have to again like be so driven by technology to kind of make your decisions for you yeah. uh that's one of my biggest thing with sustain also is like there shouldn't really be a barrier to entry for these styles of mm-hmm. running or, or conditioning or whatever like because you don't have a, a gps watch doesn't mean you can't you shouldn't know how these these things should feel right like yeah. you as your body i know you were saying earlier about how uh brooke like kind of her biggest thing is like understanding how you feel in certain scenarios or whatever like you should know generally what or how to how to figure out what like zone two or like so what low intensity is yeah. right and so just easy way to do that again you know your conversational pace um or even singing to yourself if you're not with anybody if you don't <laughs> sing i personally 
like silence and so oh i thought you were like and you know me i just belt it out like all right i'm I'm learning something new (laughs) yeah through the streets of phoenix yeah but yeah no so that's yeah i'm generally doing a lot of nasal breathing and stuff like that through those uh uh through those long runs and that's again like you know you have so many different you you go online and there's just so many different like you know well it should be 80 20 in terms of easy to hard which is great and and it's it's all it's all fantastic it's just to me, if you're doing things correctly, you'll naturally balance out your easy and hard training, right? Like if you're doing things, if your program is structured correctly, you'll, you'll naturally balance things out. I don't think it's like a, a, a standard of like, you know, like being so strict. I'm like, oh no, I had 85% of easy and, you know, 15% hard. It's like, yeah, it, again, if you're doing the right things and you're generally working on each of these qualities every week, um, you know, volume sprinting. Yeah, it's all good stuff. It all it all add up eventually. And and again, I use a lot of my warm ups for a lot of zone two work. I use a lot of uh, my threshold days. I do a, a fair amount of easy running at the beginning, ten minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then again, I'm also doing like again with speed work. I'm doing legit sprints. I'm like part of my warm up is legit sprints and prios. Like whether I'm doing fly tens or I'm doing some acceleration work. Very again, very low volume, but things to get the CNS kind of woken up a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, ready for speed work. And uh, again, like what quality are you missing? And so that's kind of my whole thing with hybrid training is like, okay. So like your, your argument is like, you're not good at anything. You're just generally average at all. Then it's like, cool. Yeah. Like that's what I want to be. Right. I want to be healthy. I want to be generally good at all. I want to, if you, again, like prepared for anything, if you ask me to go, you know, like go chase after my dog. Cause he ran, like, you know, he ran away. Like I can, you do, can that do that. And pull a yeah. Hamstring. yeah. Like if I, if my kid starts, you know, like, you know, Hey, like I want to play tag or go play football or something like that. And you go outside and, and like, again, you can't move cause you can't even keep up the kid. Cause like, you know, you haven't conditioned or whatever the case may be. You haven't done this stuff. Uh, or, you know, good example a kid throws a frisbee and it gets caught up in the tree and you go to jump and like bow there goes your or something like <laughs> yeah, that like, no shit. like you haven't done you haven't done things. it yeah exactly yeah i will so, hit you again, real hard real quick um yeah. yeah and so that's that's kind of my all-encompassing but yeah anyway generally what i'm doing is a little bit of microdosing three three endurance sessions a week sprinkled in if i got some extra time uh, to do some off-feet conditioning. Uh, right now, it's running. Um, I do want to get into mountain biking uh, a little bit nice. more, so uh, I'm going to be looking into that in the future. Um, and so, yeah, and so that's – and then generally when I'm programming for other people, it just really depends, right? Like uh, whatever your kind of structure is and however you uh, – you know, whatever your schedule permits, I think that's the big thing is understanding where people are at in terms of their schedule and kind of working around their other priorities. Again, uh, training is is an addition to, and it should be in addition to your life. Uh, should be a habit. It shouldn't be an occurrence. Should definitely be a habit. Yeah. Um, but again, like we need to be good at a lot of different things. So making sure that um, kind of training fits within your schedule. Uh, it, you know, if you're a three week a uh, three lift a week guy that can, can handle that, or girl, sure, um, that's cool. We can. Uh, I like doing some generally upper lower or lower upper total split for somebody who's uh, you know fairly. Um, experience with lifting um and again like wants to incorporate some running i think up, uh, lower upper total does a nice job of doing that uh, sure. gives you a little bit more time especially the structure of how you um you kind of organize your speed work and then you have like pretty much two days of recovery in between to threshold again one extra uh total body day which is very low volume of uh, lower body lift and then uh some kind of longer endurance session that could be used as you know 
whatever it is on a, on a Sunday yeah. or I'm sorry, on a weekend. But that's the other thing is, is trying to fit the training in again, whether you have to do it on a Saturday or Sunday or whether we can do it during the week. But again, like making sure that every other day, like you don't have something on the, on the, on the docket every single day. Right. Cause that just gets a little bit overwhelming as well. Yeah. Um, and so I like to do, you know, two to three rest days a week to hoping, you know, generally two, but um, so five days of training is pretty normal. I would say for most people, um, especially bodybuilding and all that stuff, like who are, who are used to that. Um, but I would say some people I do two totals a week, uh, who are just not, you know, don't, don't have enough time to really put into lifting, but can run a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I'll do two totals a week, which gives them a good, uh, stimulus. And then for others who, uh, like the microdosing ideas and, and splits like that, and like kind of having the small, you know, like 30 minute sessions, uh, on and off, if that's what they can handle, um, I'm getting more into that a little bit, giving it to other people. Uh, it's, it's challenging because people don't comprehend it yet. It's a kind of a, it's a high level concept that's used in a lot of professional sport. And yeah. I know you're probably familiar with it, but just not it, to me for hybrid, it makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. Cause we're not over volumizing. We're just kind of working on the qualities we need to work on and then letting the endurance or kind of uh, conditioning work kind of drive everything else. Out of the other adaptations. So I'm actually working um, on an, on an, ebook i've been working on it for quite some time um on microdosing i don't know if i i know i've been alluding to it but um yeah yeah so yeah i mean it's 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 all about trying to fit stuff into into your life and um i don't want to make the 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 episode too long and i know that we've like crushed uh, a lot of things and like i said we like there's so much more that goes into not just like being a hybrid athlete but like health and and a lot of the terms that we threw around so I think that like an, another episode in the future where we kind of hammer in what those mean and how you can fit those into your training program is, is like needed. Um, totally. You know, and, and but like, I want to, I want to leave it at like, like, we talked about habits. We talked about how you can fit these things in. We talked about like so many different things. And if this was an interesting episode, like start sending us questions about like, oh, how do I start to fit in more running if i'm like doing a powerlifting split or whatever um and we can compile that yep. and, and we can we can talk about that and um i think that would be a, a really strong episode but um i want to thank you Evan, for for taking time out of your it's saturday you know it's the weekend and um you know as a as a friend and also as as a you know coach as well and, and sports scientist uh we're busy and and i do appreciate you um taking time out and, and coming and talking to people and, and you know giving them an idea of like how we're people that have worked and do work at the highest levels and like there's a there's a simplicity to this and there's a way we can do all this and it hardly ever includes like crushing yourself to the point where you are dying right or feeling terrible oh, yeah. all the time so um yeah just as a reminder to to our listeners that like this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Um, you have to put in the time. That's why I named, if anyone's ever wondering why I named it ROI Health, is like the, the return on investment is huge. Like you have to put in the effort, the time, the energy, and then you get back, um, you know, what comes with that. So, um, yeah. Uh, any Anything you want to plug before we, before we head out? Uh, if you want to, I mean, plug, I guess, if you want to follow me on sustain hybrid training, uh, at sustain hybrid training, um, hit up my Instagram again, uh, at E Lauder, I believe E underscore Lauder. If you want to hit up my, uh, my personal one, it's fine. Also, I usually have some other things on there as well, or I'll kind of have to, but, 
Um, yeah, other than that, nothing else I want to plug. I appreciate you obviously having me on. I, I love being on here and just talking kind of shop with you, especially yeah. when it comes to, um, you know, training and all that. I just, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a marathon. Um, for sure. Uh, the, the business aspect of things is going to be, uh, uh, definitely it's a new endeavor an addition, right? Interesting. Something. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, again, I just encourage the uh, listeners to obviously like consider, consider what you're doing in your own life now, right? Consider like what your goals are, consider why you like started training in the first place. Right. And then consider like, is specializing in one aspect of something truly what's going to get me to that goal is, and again, from like a research perspective, like, is that what's actually going to get me to my goal mm-hmm. um, of health, longevity, you know, body composition, whatever it is, strength, um, or am I missing out on like a big you know piece of the puzzle? Um, and so, yeah, this that's, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to get back on, obviously, if we have some interest in, in talking about some of the, the physiological, like kind of, adaptations and things like that for sure uh to hybrid but yeah i appreciate it and uh this is always fun so cool all right we'll leave you guys with that one um per usual since brooke is not here i'll take it cue that music peace out everyone Thank you for listening to the Health Unfiltered podcast. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform, rate the podcast, and share this episode. Connect with me, Dr. Alzola, on Instagram at ROI Health. For more details on all things sports and human performance coaching, visit GetROIHealth.com. You can find me, Brooke West, on Instagram at WestNutrition.co. For all the ways we can work together on nutrition and holistic health, visit westnutrition.co. And don't forget to send us your epic questions of the week on Instagram at healthunfilteredpod. Catch you next time.